This is Taking Back the Reins podcast. I'm Dina Shale. In this show, you'll learn how to recover and thrive by working with horses through trauma-informed equine-facilitated learning, because it's time for you to take back the reins. Hello and welcome to the podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about why talk therapy is just not enough with healing your trauma. When I was younger, I was talked into going and having therapy. And in those days, talk therapy was the only option. So if you had something happen to you in your childhood, like I did, I had my childhood trauma, what we were told to do was go and talk to a therapist. And I remember speaking to psychologists and psychotherapists about the trauma. And I maybe did it two or three times and and then said, do you know what? This just doesn't feel right. I'm very much an intuitive person. And I said, I'm not doing this anymore because I've lived the trauma once. I don't ever want to live it again. And having had that extensive trauma in my life, that's really given me that profound understanding of what you need to do with your body to survive. And obviously, I've survived such horrendous trauma when I look back and I think I could never live it again. So why would I ever want to talk about it? And so I stopped having talk therapy in my early 20s and I decided that I wanted to move my life forward. And even in those early days, I remember saying to people, you know, I don't want to talk about something that I've lived once. I want to be able to draw a line in the sand and move forward. And that's the ethics of my business. I say to everybody when they come through the gate, you know, we're not going to talk about what actually happened to you. We're going to draw a line in this sand, in this round pen, and we're going to move you forward in your life. We're going to give you strategies and skills that really help you to deal with everything in your day-to-day life and when things come up when you least expect it. And so I'm recording this podcast when I've just returned from working in the foothills of the Pyrenees with a lady who works with prisoners. She works with prisoners with her horses and she uses somatic techniques to help them to manage their anger. What an amazing woman she is. To be able to go and work with her and have some of my own healing as well, And for her to work with me on my body was amazing. And then to be able to work with her horses too. And although I'm more than aware of somatic work, because working with traumatized horses and also working with people, you know, I'm very aware of the trauma-informed work. And I did a year of training last year where I learned more about the nervous system regulation and how to understand the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system and how the brain functions in a trauma response. But while I was there, I also learned about developmental trauma and how this can affect our lives from our childhood, which is obviously really dear to my heart because obviously I was abused by somebody that I would never call my dad or my father. But what he did was he played a role in my life that was very different. I call him the man that contributed to my birth. But although there's a very negative about it, I've always tried to look on the positive side with this and I've tried to use it as a springboard and to help me move forward, but also to help people move forward with their own lives as well. 
I remember many, many years ago when I had a talk therapist and she said to me, God, Dina, how have you not ended up in a box on a street in London after what's happened to you? And I never forget those words. And I can even remember where I was. And she was just one of the maybe two or three people that I talked to because I never found it really useful. And I remember going into a room and just sitting there and somebody didn't even talk back to me. It was like talking to the wall. So that was never an option for me. And obviously, as time has gone on, CBT has come along. Talk therapy is still there. But also now we have this trauma-informed work, which um, helps you manage your nervous system and helps you learn to regulate the energies that are trapped from that part of the fight and flight that hasn't been able to be completed. And during our programs, what we teach with horses is like a psychotherapy type practice, mindfulness and somatic experiencing, which helps people to embody their healing. It helps them to release that piece of energy that is trapped and complete that cycle of the fight and flight, which is absolutely fascinating. And I saw it firsthand over the weekend. I was absolutely blown away by how amazing the body is. And actually, we think about the brain a lot, but we never think about the body. And that fascinates me that we have to get to quite an older age to learn these techniques. And when I was away, the lady that was delivering the training, Marta, who was fantastic and great host, because obviously she's Spanish and they had to do a lot of translating when I was there. And she said, you know, you've come to this time in your life and you would never have embodied it in your 20s. So that's why life gives you this information at this time in your life. So she was very wise as well. And so the reason that I know talk therapy doesn't work is because it has a place. And, you know, I have a lady that I go and talk logical things through with at times. And if there's something that's bothering me, she helps me with that as well. But for me, being around horses has always given me that calm and relaxed state of feeling. And being in nature, when we look at nature, I think, and this is my biggest saying, that nature is our biggest healer. Animals are our medicine and so is nature. And we need to look to them to see how we heal our bodies. Traditional medicines are not always the way forward. When we start to look at healing our body, we've actually got to look inward and we've got to look at how we release the trauma and how we can move our lives forward. Because until we start looking at those trigger points that are in our body and looking at releasing what it is that is causing us this overwhelm at times. And I have things that happen to me as well. I'm not particularly great on motorways. And that's because, you know, over time, things have happened to me on motorways and I become triggered when I get on a motorway. But I have to try and release those tensions in my body so that the triggers don't come up every time I get on a motorway. And that does take time. And it's something that, you know, can be triggered if I'm on a motorway, if we get close and everybody knows that I hate motorways and uh, everybody has something in their lives. But most of the things that have been in my life, I've worked on. Most of the things that have happened to me in my life, I have worked on. 
and I have released the trap trauma that's been in my body by working with horses and being able to manage and control your nervous system when you're with horses, to see the difference in that animal is phenomenal. And, you know, my passion and my drive now is to get more people to realise the value of animals and especially horses. In the equine industry, we seem to have this ego that wants us to go out there, ride, go and win competitions, go and jump and show jump, go pony club and all those types of things, which is great. And it's great to, to have that feeling of being on a horse and being, you know, riding. But my my passion was really getting out there in uh, nature and the country rides. I used to love the country rides when I had time to ride and what we call hacking in our industry. And it's lovely to get in nature and smell the grass and to get out there and, and be in the sunshine. And even on those nice autumnal days like it is today where there's a little bit of dew on the grass, it's just so lovely to get out there in nature and really helps you calm and brings you back into the moment. But the things that have really helped me with my own healing journey have been, you know, learning how to manage my nervous system and being mindful and being present in the moment is really, really something that horses help you with to bring you into the moment and not for you to be in that past event that happened to you that actually isn't that useful because when we start to go back into our trauma from the past, it can make us feel very depressed. And then obviously, you know, going forward, if we start to think about things in the future, what that does is give us anxiety around something that could or couldn't happen. So being present in the moment, which I find really easy because working with horses a lot and working on the yard, I really have to be very, very in the moment. Now, I talked earlier in some of my podcasts about an amazing horse called Big Harry who always brings a big lump in my throat because he was the horse that taught me so much about being somatic and being able to understand my nervous system. And he was the horse that taught me to be able to be present and in the moment. And if I wasn't, then obviously I couldn't get on his back. If I was really anxious and I got on his back and thought I was hiding it, I wasn't because he would tell me. And he was super, super sensitive and what we call the super sensitive sensory member of the herd that was able to sense danger from 90 paces. And if I wasn't in the moment and I wasn't calm and relaxed in my body, I used to have to say to the staff on the yard, you're going to have to deal with Harry today because I'm so tuned in to him and he's so tuned in to me that if I was not feeling well in myself on that day, then he would say, hey, mum, what's the matter with you today? Get a grip and sort yourself out. So before I could even handle him on the ground, I would have to really control my body and really be calm in the moment. And there was plenty of times when I wasn't and I used to have to say somebody else is going to have to handle it because as soon as I put my hand on that rope, he could tell. He could tell from 50 paces. You know, many of you out there will have horses that are super sensitive. The racehorses, the thoroughbreds, the Irish drafts are all super sensitive horses that were are so tuned into nature and also us. 
But the sooner and quicker that we realize that learning about the trauma-informed work is the way forward, especially post-pandemic, then you're on a road to recovery. And, you know, we definitely are starting to get more aware of the trauma-informed work. You know, there's quite a few people that are starting to do it. But even so, you know, that there's still, I would say, 80% of people that have never heard of it that I come across. And working with with animals and nature gives you that experiential learning. So you don't just get the education behind the nervous system and how the brain works, but you also get that experience of that light bulb moment. So when we give the theory, which, you know, most people might do over Zoom or they may give it to you in a therapy type session or setting, what we do is we give this experiential experience as well. And Obviously, in one of my previous podcasts, I talked a lot about the lottery winner. And he was a typical example of somebody that said, you know, I don't get this thing with horses, Dina. I really don't understand it. But then, you know, when he had that experience and his son had that experience, he went, I get it. I get, I totally get it. And I'm totally on board with this. This is just amazing. Why do not more people know about it? And I said, I don't know. If you want to tell them, that's fine. But I don't know why people don't know about this. But then it took me till I was in my 40s to learn about the trauma-informed work. But obviously, I'd been working with horses for the last 20 years. So I knew about it, but I probably have got more in depth obviously around it now and totally understand the the way that they communicate and the way that they read body language and involuntary body language as well which is really really important and and I've learned more about that over the weekend of being in Spain um and learning more about how people go into a freeze response and you can see it in their bodies and a functional freeze as well, which has been fascinating. And I'm very grateful for the learning experiences of everything that I learned that's new that I can bring into my work and help more people like you. So for people out there that are feeling depressed or they're feeling low in themselves, if they're, they've had a really difficult time and they felt really depressed, my advice to you, and I said this to a lady on the phone the other day, was you need a purpose, you need a passion, but you also need to have find that inner drive and to find your alignment with what what is right for your soul's purpose. That is one of the biggest things that I teach people in my work is to find your alignment with what feels right for you and what gives you that burning desire to continue. But also when we're dealing with people that come in through our gates, we want people to understand that the talk therapy is not enough. In fact, it doesn't really touch the surface. And many, many people that come to us say, I've tried talk therapy and I've been doing it for years, but it doesn't work. And I say, I know, I know. And it does have a place. There is a reason for it being there. But when people are traumatized, then they've got to do the trauma-informed work and they've got to bring awareness and knowledge about their body to themselves. And that's what we're teaching. We're teaching psychology around how the body functions. And even, you know, we had a lot of medical people that came in through the pandemic to us because they were burnt out because they didn't know this work either. And I was fascinated by the fact that they didn't know anything about somatic healing. And how could they not when they're trained in, in medicine? It's, you know, fascinating to me. But nature is our medicine. So, 
if there's somebody out there that you know that's had talk therapy and it hasn't helped, please point them in the direction of this podcast. If you know somebody that is suffering day in, day out, can't get out of bed, got chronic fatigue, then they're all symptoms of adrenaline overload in the system because the body is in that state of fight or flight. Please tell them to get in touch. If I can help just one more person out there and if I can inspire somebody and give them the passion to survive and to get up and thrive, then at least I've helped them to take back their reins. Thank you for listening to Taking Back the Reins with me, Dina Shale. I'd love for you to find out more about how you can recover with horses. Come and join my free Facebook group, Highway to Healing.